Hi Reds, welcome to the Reds podcast by the Daily Reds. We will start speaking about the financial side because Liverpool have been named in Forbes magazine's fifth most valuable sports teams for 2019. Since Fenway Sports Group bought the club in 2010, the Reds' value has steadily increased from £437 million of pounds in 2011 to an astronomical £1.73 billion of pounds in 2019. That remarkable upturn has seen the club increase its value by nearly £1.3 billion since the Americans took charge in October 2015. The financial growth on the FSG has been significant and coupled with success on the pitch, the Reds have been ranked as the 45th, 45th rich, richest sports team in the world, making the iconic magazine's list for the first time. Now let's go with VVD with Virgil van Dijk, who said winning the Ballon d'Or would be a dream come true, but he insists his focus is always on winning silverware with Liverpool. The Liverpool central defender is expected to challenge the likes of Cristiano Ronaldo and Lionel Messi for the converted award that is regarded by many as being the highest individual honour a player can win. In his first full season at Liverpool, Van Dijk was influential in their Champions League campaign and their run to finishing second in the Premier League with 97 points. In 2006, Fabio Cannavaro became the last central defender to win the prize but which is bought for by internationals, managers, captains and journalists from each country. If you win something like that, it's the dream of every footballer in the world. If you don't, then you get on with it and performance even better than, it, than I did last year, Van Dijk told Sky Sports. If it happens, it, is, it will be fantastic and I will be very proud nothing has been decided so it's not influencing anything. It is a subject we don't have influence on. We can't change things other than get fit and stay fit, he added. While Van Dijk appreciates the individual credit, he was quick to head praise, to heap praise on his teammates and said that winning trophies with Liverpool is always his priority. I'm playing for a fantastic team. We all enjoy working hard and if we get recognition then fantastic, he said. The main thing we will be foc- will be to focus on what we do all together and achieve the bigger goal and that is getting silverware with the club. Liverpool were crowned European champions and finished on 97 points as they narrowly missed out on their first Premier League title. If you look out at our team last year, you could pick the whole team to put in a team of the year, said Van Dijk. If you look at Alisson, it's been an amazing year, his first year for him, so imagine how it will be next season. Now let's go with the transfers. An ex-Liverpool captain urges Klopp to sign this La Liga star. Should the Reds listen to his advice? In a recent interview with BBC Radio 5 Live, former Liverpool captain Paul Innes admitted that he would love to see Real Madrid outcast Gareth Bale make a switch to Anfield and said, In my personal opinion, I think that if Liverpool could afford him, he should go to Liverpool. The reason I say that is because if you look at the front three we have, they've been playing all over the summer. Mane just finished the African Cup of Nations with Senegal, Salah was with Egypt and Firmino was at the Copa America. So, how much rest are they going to get before the season actually starts? Bale can play on the right, he can play on the left, he can play central, he can play everywhere. I know they've got Origi and Shakiri, but they got, they, are they good enough? 
If I was looking at a team and if they could actually afford him, it would be Liverpool and that's where Bale is going to have to take a massive drop. It can't, it can't be about money. He would be going to a team that's the, Europe, that's the European champions who just missed out on the league. They want to make a massive attempt again. I would love to see him at Liverpool. I really, really would. I think it would be ideal for them if they want to push the boat out. You've still got four or five years left for him. The Wales International did not live up to the high expectations of the Real Madrid supporters last season. He failed to fill in the shoes of Cristiano Ronaldo following the, his exit from the Spanish capital last summer. Bale had to endure a frustrating season at the Santiago Bernabeu Stadium as he lacked consistency in terms of his end product on the pitch. Even then, the former Tottenham Hotspur speedster still managed to register 14 goals and create 6, ass six assists in 42 matches for the European Giants in the previous campaign. Bale has lost the faith of Real Madrid boss Zinedine Zidane, though it is looking increasingly likely that he will part ways with the Spanish outfit before the start of the new campaign. Liverpool might be tempted to explore the possibility of signing Bale in this offseason. The Reds are in dire need of adding more depth to their squad so that they can push Manchester City in the Premier League title race once again next season. The Cardiff-born talent knows the English top flight well from his time at Spurs, so he shouldn't have any problem adapting on Merseyside. Bale boasts electrifying pace, which allows him to make some dangerous runs behind the opposition backline. He always has the upper hand over his marker due to his incredible speed and trickery out on the flanks. However, there is no denying that the Welsh winger should score more goals in the final third if he wants to taste success again at the highest level. Should Klopp listen to Wins' advice? Well, Bale does not fit the bill at Liverpool as Klopp often tends to recruit players who are at their prime. The La Liga playmaker is clearly past his, so it is unthinkable for the Reds to offer him an astronomical wage. This stage of his playing career. Furthermore, Bale's track record with injuries has been a significant cause for concern in recent, for concern in recent seasons. Hence, the Merseyside outfit would be better off opting for less injury-prone players. Klopp shouldn't abide uh, by Ince's wishes, but he should still consider bringing in a suitable backup for Sadio Mane and Mohamed Salah ahead of the new season. And now let's return to VVD to Virgil van Dijk, who names there's still one area of his game he still wants to improve a lot. Van Dijk is being tipped as a Ballon d'Or contender, but he still wants to improve uh, specifically one area of his game. The colossal Dutchman won the PFA Player of the Year award last year as he transformed the Reds into Champions League winners and title contenders. It has led to him being tipped to become just the fourth defender in the history to land the top individual accolade in the game. But he still reckons he has room for improvement, namely when attacking set pieces as he looks to improve upon the six goals he scored in all competitions for the Reds last season. Virgil van Dijk insists he still has room for improvement despite his stunning season. He scored six goals for the Reds last season and he wants to improve that mark. Van Dijk told BBC Sport, I am very hard on myself. I know the slightest loss of concentration, the slightest mistake will be punished. I try to limit, I try to limit it as much as possible. I have always been very critical of myself and I like the people around me to be critical too. And they are, the, and they are. the manager is as well, which is a good thing. I have improved since I joined Liverpool last year. I am very satisfied with the fact that I played so many games on a consistent level. I am very proud of that fact. Van Dijk scored six goals and he wants to improve it, obviously, because he says that it's the part of his game 
that isn't that good. He wants to be uh, better on attacking. He wants to score more goals, though he's a center back. On a critical part, I could have gone. More, I could have done more at, on attacking set pieces, been more dangerous. It is not easy. I try to work on it. I feel there is still more to come that comes from playing games in my position. It is all about experience as well, playing games, staying fit, and that will hopefully bring success for the team. Asked about being amongst the favorites for the Ballon d'Or, Van Dijk said, Obviously, it is a big honor to be named as one of the favorites to win such a prestigious award, but when, what can I do? I just get on with playing. Now we will talk about Andy Robertson, who this Sunday, it was his second anniversary of Andy Robertson's arrival at Liverpool. Two years of the left-back's very particular brand of boundless energy, diligent defending and accurate deliveries. Two years that have included two Champions League final appearances, the second one just last month at the Stadio Metropolitano to cement a place in rest history for the squad and his teammates. Two years of hard work and development by a player whose connection to the fans and the city equals his footballing talent. Two years that Robertson has cherished. There has been a lot happening in a relatively short period of time, but I've loved every minute of it, he told LiverpoolFC.com, as he reflected on the milestone during the preseason tour of the United States. Of course, at the start it was a lot tougher. That was still a big learning curve for me. At the time to realize the standard I had to get up and how much I had to improve to play at this level. Luckily, I feel I made that step and I've kicked on from there. But I still feel I can improve a lot more and that's what I aim to do season to season. Last season was a big season for me because there was a bit more expectation on me at the start because of the six months I had previously. I feel I managed to deal with that. This season, there will probably be even more. I just look to add to it. Keep putting in a good, keep putting in good performances, and keep contributing for, to the team like the manager and coaching staff want me to do. It's easy to overlook how things did not immediately go to plan for the affable number 26, who is now a champion of Europe. Signed from Hull City, while the Liverpool squad was out in Hong Kong in July 2017, Robertson's assimilation took time. It required a level of patience that did not come naturally. Just three outings for his new club before the December of his debut season tested his, char his character and in hindsight molded the man into one of the world's leaders in his position. It was tough because I was quite fortunate in the four or five years before that as a professional that I hadn't experienced not being in the team, he recalled. I was always a starter or sometimes on the bench. I was always in touch to play and never really left behind when the squad were going to away games and things like that. That was something that was quite new to me. And at the start, I probably didn't deal with it as well as I could have. I still came in every day and worked my socks off and stuff, but probably at home my family got it a bit more than they should have. That was a huge learning cure for me. Of course, I hope that doesn't happen again, but if it does, I'll be a lot better equipped to deal with it. That's when the hard hours went in and when we realized that, big, uh, that the big club you are playing for and the standard I had to get up to. I just tried to work hard, that tried to learn the way the coaches wanted me to play. Luckily, I got to, uh, I got to grips with it. I, I knew when my chance came, I had to try to take it and luckily I managed that. Now I look back and, on it with happier memories because I know that stood me in good stead. But it could have been a lot different. I'm glad it worked out the way it has. In truth, overcoming the odds has been a recurring theme for Everson's career. His response to being released by Celtic as a teenager and working his way back up from Scottish football's lower league has, leagues has been told and comment often. 
A similar determination to make his mark helped him in those opening months at Anfield too, until a twist of fate presented the opportunity he was waiting for. Alberto Moreno, then incumbent in the left-back role, sustained an injury and Robertson was called upon to step in. He, was never, he has never looked back. When I signed, Mo and Chambo had come in, so there was a lot more said about them, and rightly so. The 25-year-old continued with, continued with his memories. I kind of went under the radar, but it probably made it a bit harder for me, because I wanted to get games under my belt to try to prove to the manager and my teammates and the fans that I could play at this level. At the start, it didn't quite get to that, so maybe people from the outside were thinking I couldn't quite make that standard, that standard, which was probably one of my biggest worries at that point, because I knew if I got my chance, at least I could try to take it. I was delighted. Obviously, the circumstances when Alberto got injured was bad timing for him, but he, I knew it was a perfect timing for me, that I would have at least 5 or 6 games of being able to get up to speed. It took, me, it took me maybe one or two games to get up to sharpness, but once I did, I felt as if I belonged in the team and could really contribute. Luckily, I started to show that and, that, and obviously everyone came on board and I was happy uh, I was at that club. And we arrive at the end of the first podcast, Reds. Remember, follow us on Instagram at d.daily.reds. We will keep you up to date with the best ads, with the latest news. Also, if you want to know when we will have another podcast, follow us on Instagram too, because we will tell you. Uh, Also, uh, though, we will probably make the the next video, the next podcast. the on thir- on this Thursday, not tomorrow, but on Thursday we will have time. So remember, follow us on Instagram, and also uh, look for uh, you. I th- hope you look forward to our new podcast on Thursday. See you, Reds.